How's it going guys? Miguel here with CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm gonna be talking about muscle deconditioning and chronic fatigue syndrome. Muscle deconditioning, interesting topic because what muscle conditioning actually feels like also feels like a lot of CFS symptoms of fatigue. Now, people can experience muscle deconditioning even without having CFS. Now, I have a quote here from pubmed.gov. So it's a government funded study Muscle deconditioning is a major consequence of a wide range of conditions from space flight to a sedentary lifestyle. Now, sedentary lifestyle, that's the key phrase here, and occurs as a result of muscle inactivity, leading to a rapid decrease in muscle strength, mass, and oxidative capacity. Now, I used to be a personal trainer, so I know all about muscle deconditioning. Basically, you know, if you had to break it down in the simplest of terms, use it or lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it. Now, if you're not using your muscles, if you're at home all day and you're sitting on the couch or in bed and you're not really standing up, walking around, using your arms to do basic chores around the house, then yes, you will lose the function of those muscles. But here's the thing, it's temporary. So you don't have to worry about doing irreversible damage by resting a lot, because sometimes you do need to rest. But I think it's good to understand that when you are feeling very weak and your muscles don't seem to be working, it's not just from CFS. It is also from muscle deconditioning. So let's rewind the clock here. Let's take a look at my story. When I was at my worst, I wasn't really walking around. Well, not really walking around. I wasn't walking around at all for about eight months. And for eight months, I was basically horizontal, laying in a bed, rarely sitting up to actually eat. And I lost a lot of muscle, right? I used to be somebody who worked out a lot. I was an athlete growing up. I was football team captain, you know, for a little bit. I was wrestling team captain for three years in high school. I was also a personal trainer and I lived for fitness. So I know that my body was in great shape. Now, when I got sick, it was complete opposite. Most of my muscles went away. My arms were tiny and my leg muscles were just so, so small. It was actually pretty wild to see how skinny my legs were. So normally if I could squat, you know, 300 pounds, you know, 300 pounds on my back, including my body weight, I could squat that for a few reps. Well, now I was barely able to stand up straight because my legs felt so weak, they were shaking. So to have that drastic of a difference, to being able to squat hundreds of pounds, to barely being able to hold my own weight, let alone squat, I could barely walk. I needed help from my grandma. It really messed with my mind. So just know that this is very, very common with people with chronic fatigue syndrome or a hypersensitive nervous system issue. It wasn't just my legs, you know, leg muscles are typically the ones to go first, as in you lose a lot of power, a lot of strength, it's difficult to walk, but even lifting things up, like pulling the blanket over you or brushing your teeth is very difficult. For women, washing their hair is like an intense workout, right? Just from doing that, lifting their hands up and shampooing, getting the water in the hair, super difficult. And so really easy things become very difficult but it's not just because your nervous system is hypersensitive, right? And it's a very stimulating activity. It's because your muscles are actually a lot weaker. So it's important to know that all of this stuff is temporary. You can absolutely recover from both CFS and muscle deconditioning. It comes down to just doing a little bit more exposure therapy for your muscles, right? You have to start somewhere, even if it means just standing up for five seconds at a time. You have to start somewhere and that's okay. The thing that scared me the most at that time was feeling like I would never get my strength back because I was just getting weaker and weaker over the months. 
And here's the thing, it was a very physical issue that was happening with my muscles. So I was losing muscles and getting weaker, but then I would get very anxious and very stressed out about not being able to use my legs. So that only compounded to more symptoms, which means I could walk even less, go to the washroom even less, which means I lost more muscle in my legs and everywhere else. So it's a downward spiral, but muscle deconditioning and CFS, they go hand in hand. There comes a time in recovery when you're completely stuck. Let's say you are bedridden, completely bedridden. It gets to a point where you can no longer rest more than you're currently resting because it's just not gonna get better. You need to pull yourself out of that downward spiral because when your physical activity decreases, well, your whole world becomes smaller and you're inside your head a lot more. And when you're dealing with something like this, don't have the best thoughts. So it's like you go into this very dark place. You're imagining all these things that you're missing out on, all the things you've lost. It seems like the old you is just getting further and further away while you just slip into this downward spiral. So there comes a point where we need to turn that ship around. We need to turn things around. Where if you are in bed all day, you need to sit up, at least sit up. Even if it's very uncomfortable, right? Even if you feel like it's gonna make you crash, you know, you need to sit up at least a little bit, at least for a couple minutes at a time. Because I'll tell you, the first time I actually sat up for a decent amount of time after being bedridden for about eight months, as I was just getting worse and worse and worse and worse, I ended up in the hospital. I was in ICU for about three and a half weeks and there I was completely flat. They would try to put me upright, but I'd tell them I can't, I feel absolutely horrible. And then they moved me to another wing of the hospital where I learned pretty much everything I teach on this channel and they told me like, you gotta sit up in a wheelchair. You're gonna have to do it eventually. So armed with this information that I teach on this channel, I was able to sit up and at least keep my composure. I felt crazy symptoms. My whole body was shaking, you know, even just sitting upright, even leaning back in the chair, it was very strange because all these muscles that I hadn't used in months were starting to turn on. And just sitting up in a wheelchair felt like a workout. Actually, that felt more difficult than tough, tough workouts I've done in the past. For example, in the past, let's say I did something equivalent to 100 burpees, 100 push-ups, 100 squats, a bunch of sprints on the treadmill, and then played a light game of basketball after. That's a lot of activity, right? Sitting up in a wheelchair was harder than doing all of those things. So that just goes to show how deconditioned my body was. But no matter what I did, it was going to feel uncomfortable. So I knew I had to retrain my body and it wasn't just gonna be retrained by sitting up for 10 seconds or 15 seconds. I wasn't really gonna do anything because eventually after about five to 10 minutes of sitting up, my symptoms started to calm down because my body, it kind of got used to it, kind of understood what I was trying to do and it realized that I wasn't gonna just completely fall apart if I sat up. It was an extreme danger response. So yes, my nervous system was very hypersensitive when I did that thing and I was also very deconditioned. You know, sitting up was difficult. I felt muscles I had never felt in my life, like deep around my ribs and my spine. Because in your body, there's over 650 muscles. When you're not moving and when you're sedentary, the only muscles you're really using are your breathing muscles, so your lungs, your chest, some muscles around your ribs, you know, maybe turning your head a little bit. But other than that, your forearms, your shoulders, your hips, your calves, your quads, those muscles are going to be pretty much turned off, right? Or nearly turned off. So in doing the simplest of things, even just going to the washing, you're going to feel very tired, right? And that's because of deconditioning. Now, if you get even a normal person who did not have a hypersensitive nervous system, if they sat down that much and moved that little, they would also feel very fatigued. 
The only thing with CFS is everything is amplified. So if your muscles are even a little bit tired, just know that that sensation of tiredness and heaviness is amplified by your nervous system. Because as I broke down in other videos, when your symptoms are flaring up, your brain gets more anxious. It goes into more of a survival mode, the self-defense mode. And then it has this magnifying glass for all these different symptoms and sensations in your body. So everything is going to feel amplified. So if you are deconditioned, just know that this does play into the level of fatigue and heaviness and symptoms that you're feeling. It's not all just your nervous system. At some point you do need to retrain these things and you do that by physical expansion of activity. Now, there is also a blurry line between, okay, how much should I do? You know, Miguel, you're telling me I should just sit up and push past the symptoms. Well, it really depends on where you're at. For a situation like that, if you're completely bedridden, then honestly, I would highly recommend applying to our Recovery Jumpstart program because you have direct access to the coaches and we come up with a personalized plan for you so you could get unstuck. It's gonna take a little bit more than giving some advice through YouTube videos because everybody's situation is different. And that's where the program really comes in handy is we can create a personalized program for you based on your symptoms, based on your activity levels, how long you've had this, the tests you've done. You have your very own assigned Thriver coach and we work directly with you to help you get unstuck. If you were interested in that, then you can just click the link down below and you can apply to see if you're a good fit for our program. Everybody goes through a qualification process because we wanna make sure we can actually help you. Like I said, if that's something you're interested in, there's a link down below where you could click that. It takes about three minutes to go through the questionnaire. But back to deconditioning, I just want you to know that your muscles do come back, your strength comes back, your stamina comes back. There's people, not just in the Recovery Jumpstart program I've created, but all around the world who were once bedridden, who were once very debilitated, who were struggling to do the basic of basics of tasks. Cooking, you know, uh, helping their kids get ready for school, dropping them off at school, driving. There was a time when a lot of these people couldn't do this and now they could do it completely fine. In fact, a lot of them can do more than what they used to be able to do. For myself, when I was in the hospital and my doctor was teaching me these things, I went from being bedridden to being in a wheelchair. That was a rough transition, right? I had a lot of symptoms, but because I kept my composure, that experience of having those symptoms, it wasn't as terrible as they used to be because I wasn't fearing the symptoms. I didn't think I was gonna die every time my symptoms came up. So I went from bedridden to a wheelchair and I was in a wheelchair for about a week or a week and a half. You know, at first few days, I was just sitting up in a wheelchair as much as I could. Then I'd go lie down in my bed. And then I started using the wheelchair on my own. I got very good at navigating with a wheelchair. And then after about a week and a half of the wheelchair, they moved me up to a walker. I just woke up one day in my hospital bed and uh, look over to get into my wheelchair and it wasn't there. And they replaced it with a walker. So it was very interesting. And I asked them, I was like, are you sure? I'm ready for this. I, I just started using a wheelchair. My legs are still very sore. Just getting into the wheelchair, my whole body was extremely sore for about a week. And then they graduated me to a walker. Now, when I moved from a wheelchair to a walker, obviously I was on my feet a lot more. I was upright. I was leaning on it quite a bit and my legs were super, super sore. In fact, one day they were so sore that I felt like I had a blood clot. I actually asked my doctor and Deep inside, I, I think I knew that it obviously wasn't a blood clot. It was just the anxiety magnifying glass amplifying the soreness in my legs, but it hurt so bad. So I asked my doctor, I was like, you think I have a blood clot? He said, no, of course you don't. 
you'll see, It'll, this will go away in two days. And so it, it took a few days, but the pain did go away. But my calves, my feet have never been sore like that. Every single muscle in my foot was sore. My calves, my shins, my, the muscles around my knees, especially my hips, my hip flexors, just lifting my knee up to take a step, that was really tiring and made me very sore. So I did that for about another week and a half. And then one day I wake up again and there's no walker. And they said, you're ready to start walking. And that's when I started walking on my own two feet. And it was remarkable to see how much progress can be made in a relatively short period of time because I went from being completely horizontal, feeling like absolute death, to three and a half to four weeks later, basically a month later, being able to walk on my own two feet out of the hospital and when they sent me home. But just know that your body will be very sore, but it's nice. It's a nice kind of soreness, you know, because you're so used to feeling extreme pain and symptoms and nausea and headaches. It's almost nice to feel an actual soreness. It's like normal soreness. A lot of people in the program, we talk about this, that when they start doing some regular activities, they feel sore, but good sore. And it is a nice feeling to have, you know, after feeling strange symptoms for the longest time, you actually feel like you're a normal person because other people get sore as well. So to experience something that other people feel, it is quite nice and you feel that normality coming back. So I hope this video helps you. It just shines some light on the whole concept of deconditioning and how it plays into CFS and nervous system issue. You know, maybe you have long COVID, but deconditioning is a real thing. Just know that it's temporary. Your body can absolutely bounce back and it will bounce back if you follow the right principles. Don't rush the process. You want to respond as well as you can to symptoms. Like I said, if you did need some extra help and you were extremely deconditioned and wanted an actual plan in place, I myself, I was a personal trainer before. We have some coaches who are also personal trainers. We have a master physiotherapist on the team right now and we would love to be able to help you get unstuck on your recovery journey so we can help you get to thriving health. So hope you enjoyed this video. If you did get some value out of this, comment down below, hit that like button, give us some feedback. Let me know what other topics you want me to cover, but always remember you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. See you in the next video.